everybody welcome to another edition of the mary and martha podcast my name is christina and i'm here with my girl keisha we are <laughs> we are here every thursday where we gather weekly to concentrate commune contemplate and celebrate how god's word guides us and how to live empowered and purposeful lives oh we're mary and martha i don't think i said that we're the mary and martha podcast well the intro song said it yeah but i would like to reiterate that so we're the mary and martha podcast hey guys okay <laughs> all right y'all i still have popcorn in my teeth but Lord. we're very excited to have you with us because we're trying to model in our kinky haired lives what our kinky haired savior did for us can mm. i get an amen, I, amen from the I said can i get an amen I thought that would be a sound effect. Like you can just give me an amen. Amen. Dang, Dang that was real aggressive. Y'all should, that y'all was should real see ag- the side eye that Christina gave me. That's real studio. <laughs> can I get an amen? <laughs> That's right. That's how the preachers say it. Nobody ever asks nights. Hey, y'all, can I get an amen? They mm. yell at you from the pulpit, and they already have a mic in front of them. It's like, bro, <laughs> chill Take out. Take it down a notch. Chill out. Oh, hey, Keish, guess what? What? This is episode thirty. It is. Let me finish the intro. Okay, go ahead. Go ahead. We're excited <laughs> that it's episode thirty because the safe space that we've created here on Michelle Obama's internet <laughs> is for us to enjoy each other in the presence of the Lord. Mm. Okay, Jesus um, loved women, supported women, lifted up women, and his actions and interactions reflected that we are dignified, we are worthy, and we are qualified mm-hmm. to walk in his glory. So we are very excited that you are here with us to do some glory walking, yes. right? To get your queendom strut on, all yes. right? Do all those sort of things. And um, yeah, so I pray upon all of you the best of everything, including Michelle Obama's arms. All right. <laughs> well, yeah, actually, that's a great prayer. I would love that. God, yeah, actually, I, would, I would love that. That would be great. So love that. come and hang out with us every Thursday. We are here um, on every part or most podcasting applications that you know and love. Um, come hang out with us on IG at Mary and Martha Podcast or shoot us an email at Mary Martha Podcast at gmail.com. Thank you to those of you guys who have reached out to us to let us know that. Um, these episodes are actually helping you. We had one of our queens email us and tell us that last episode uh, made her not call back uh, somebody who was not good for her. Who <laughs> she ain't want that old thing. Uh uh-uh, uh-uh. uh-uh. She ain't want that back. She she wasn't she wasn't interested. So you know we are just saying what God is saying. So we want God to use us, and we're happy that God is using um, this little old podcast to affect um, you guys so we love it and if you love it please like and subscribe we love when our listeners leave us comments on our page on iTunes or send us emails and let us know how things are going in their life so like and subscribe we would uh, super appreciate that Um, and also we're liking and subscribing because remember this is a ministry and we want to spread the word so when we spread Mm -hmm. the word when you like and subscribe based on whatever the algorithms are in the system it'll share um, the podcast with other people so do that so let's take it to the church announcements 
we're very excited for our church announcements because just a reminder that we um this month we've been doing this series on change so mm-hmm. last week we talked about the it's a new perspective mm-hmm. you know what i'm saying we went from position to practice in our very churchy voices um, and so we're going to continue this week and for the rest of the month on aspects of change ways of implementing change challenges mm-hmm. that come with change mindset for change and so we're very excited about that as we roll into the fall season shout out to all of y'all that were so, <laughs> so adamant about making it known that september 1st is not the first day of fall <laughs> that the first day of fall does fall in september yeah but it's not september 1st so as we roll into the fall season <laughs> we talk about change right um and then also in november we are reading our first book together the mary and martha book club we're going to be reading queendom come by tamra cease and um i've already gotten started i think christine already finished the book and you're probably reading it again but we're very very excited (laughs) um to read the book and to have a wonderful conversation with tamra in november so order your books uh go to her website go to amazon do whatever you got to do order your book and get you to highlighting and marking up and doing all yes. that kind of stuff. Yes, my book is already highlighted and marked up because there are so many nuggets. And in the spirit of those nuggets, we're going to start doing some queendom quotes. So we're not going to start it today, but we want to kind of give you guys a heads up. So if you see a quote, if you get your book and you read it and you see a quote that you love, we would love to hear what are some of you guys' favorite quotes. We're going to share it with the rest of our Mary and Martha tribe, the M&Ms. Um, so that we can let them know how great this book is. So, Mary and Martha, Mama Keisha, what you got this week? Since y'all wouldn't let me say my real Mary Martha moment, I'll think of another. Um, <clears throat> you know, I just feel like I should just say it anyway and just let y'all be mad at me. Okay, y'all know that I'm pregnant, right? So, for those of you who've been, um, who have caught the pregnant before me, um, I feel like y'all can relate to the days when the baby in utero is mad gaseous. Okay. Yeah. And so this is just a testament to the fact that I, I didn't know how much of a church kid I was until like regular life occurrences. You turn it into like some sort of Bible moment. So I was, I taught my babies today. I teach a mock trial course for middle school and high schoolers. So I was headed to teach my babies and I was um i told my girlfriends i was like whoo uh baby in there she having some problems and so you know the air around me is not the same <laughs> and so, so deal with gross. it deal with it can i be honest Please don't fart today in this little room thank you <laughs> i'm not i've had enough water today <laughs> so i was going to <laughs> this is so terrible of me i really hope nobody is listening and one of your kids is one of my students because you might be mad but i didn't do it anyway i was headed and I was going to be like, if something happens, legit, blame it on a kid. Just looking for the ram in the bush. That's all. I was looking yeah. for the ram in the bush. And as as God would have it, I didn't have to blame nobody. Remember when What's-His-Name was taking his son up to go sacrifice him? Remember? Yes, his name is Abraham. Thank you. Abraham was taking his son. Listen, I got uh, pregnancy break. Mm-hmm. Abraham was taking his son up to go sacrifice him, and God sent the ram in the bush. Okay, the ram in the bush was relief relief so 
No, I'm saying I didn't do anything. Okay. So I didn't have to blame any of the kids, which would have led them to be social outcasts. And I would have just been like, dang, maybe you can take my course next year. You know, Jesus you know? don't like lying. I'm just. He doesn't, which is why he sent me the he ram in the bush. justice and mercy and <laughs> fairness. He sent me the ram in the bush. <laughs> That's, and so I called my girlfriend after the class was over. And I was legit on the phone praising God with her that I didn't have to sacrifice any of my kids because That's God sent the ram in the so bush. Gross. Oh, she yeah, finds that so yeah, funny, y'all. Y'all yeah, should see her over there yeah. cracking up so great. Uh, I just want y'all to know who I really am, mm. okay? I mm. love Jesus, but I am just regular, regular. Like, mm. sometimes sometimes I'd be too tired to wash my face. That's my life. Oh, That's Lord my Jesus. life, y'all. Oh, That's Jesus. my life. Oh, you have a Mary so, Martha moment? Um, uh, child. Okay, so... <laughs> mine isn't that exciting. Well, actually, it is. So, I wanted my Mary Martha moment... Um. My mom's birthday is Sunday, September 15th. So shout out to my mommy who listens to the Mary Martha podcast. Oh, okay. when she my gives, mom doesn't listen good. My oh, mom's birthday was yesterday. Oh, she doesn't mm. listen to the podcast though. So no, I taught my mom how to tell Google, like, because she has a Google home. Like, hey, Google, um, I want to listen to the latest episode of Mary Martha. And then we come on to her kitchen. Does it work for your Alexa? It does not work for my Alexa. I don't have Alexa, nor oh. Google home, because the internet be spying on people. But okay. my mama has okay. it. So... Oh. Yeah, so shout think, out to you my... You think you're going to get away? You think you're going to get away from it? They'll just find another way. No, thank you. Okay. Um, so my mama has... My mama is listening, and happy birthday to my mommy. Um, shout out, Sharon Brooke. So my Mary and Martha moment this week, I am um, doing a lot, as, as always, but very um, somewhat on task, I will say. I, this week, I, it's CBC week. Which oh, is yeah. which is wow. uh, I got a lot going on this week. CBC week for those of you guys who don't know, Congressional Black Caucus has their annual legislative conference, and this year I'm actually attending uh, some events. I'm being honored at one of them, and it's exciting. Like what I'm are you being honored for my contributions to law and black people. <laughs> I mean, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Is there like an award? Name? There is an award. It's called the Power 100. We're going to be at Park. Oh, so, okay. Why did you, know, you say if, that? If if you all, you know, <laughs> like to go to lounges, adult venues, there is a party happening at Park. Power 100, National Bar Association, Washington Bar Association, all kinds of fun. Honoring some great people, including myself. So pray for me because I don't do clubs. I don't do. Usually I'm asleep by like 930. So let's see what. How far I get. Wait, so this is like a nighttime thing? This is not like a dinner type Mm-mm, of thing? It's like an award thing. Oh, okay. Well, then you'll just have to tell me about it after because <laughs> I am not bringing my swollen ankles I figure, out. I figured that you were. <laughs> no late night type thing. I'm sorry. It is It is an evening. CBC. You know, I used to, I used to do CBC back in the day. Back in the day, CBC used to be the move, but... Your girl settled down and settled right on out of that oh, life, like yeah, no. right on out. Bloop, bloop. I'm no, out. I'm back. I'm back in it. So, but but yeah. So that's my Martha moment. I'm doing a lot, but you know, we're always everything is in order. Everything's lining up. So we good. So I feel like that. I feel like we need to switch. I feel like I had a Martha moment and you had a Mary moment. If you really think about our moments, I had a Martha moment. I was finna throw my, <laughs> one of my students under the bus. I don't know what that. Bus. I don't know what that. Martha did not throw. It. Well, actually, she did throw Mary in the bus. You're right. I'm just saying. She did. Please don't fart in this room. I'm <laughs> no. not going to. I'm good. I've been drinking all my water. All right, guys. Let's move on to our group. My chat mommy for the friends week. told me to drink a lot of water <laughs> and to and to take a walk. So okay. that's what I did. Shout okay. out to my mommy friends. Thank y'all. Mm, Thank okay. y'all. You don't let's, know who you saved today. Let's move on to the um to the group chat. So. So, guys, um, this week, 
Um, so we're talking about change, and one of the things with change is, in order to actually change, you gotta come out of some things and kind of change the actual direction, trajectory of your life. So we were kind of thinking about um, what is really important when it comes to change, and I think for me, it's how to exit gracefully. Because when you need to exit places, situations, friendships, relationships, jobs, etc you need to know how to exit gracefully you cannot burn things down and leave things in you know ashes and fire and smoke because you never know who you may need in the future and most importantly you always are representing christ no matter where you go no matter what you exit from Mm -hmm. and a lot of times we may tamper with our witness by the way we leave things even if it's a thing we're supposed to leave so I have um, passage we're coming out today is the book of Acts chapter one. I'm going to read verses six through 11 in the New Living Translation. Um, so starting off. So when the apostles were with Jesus, they kept asking him, Lord, has the time come for you to free Israel and restore our kingdom? He replied, the father alone has the authority to set those dates and times, and they are not for you to know. But you will receive power when the Holy Spirit comes upon you and you will be my witnesses, telling people about me everywhere in Jerusalem, throughout Judea and Samaria and to the ends of the earth. After saying this, he was taken up into a cloud while they were watching and they could no longer see him as they strained to see him rising into heaven. Two white robed men suddenly stood among them. Men of Galilee, they said, why are you standing here staring into heaven? Jesus has been taken from you into heaven, but someday he will return from heaven in the same way you saw him go. So this scripture is basically talking about how Jesus exited the earth after his ministry on earth had come to an end and how he did not abruptly leave everybody after he died and rose again, but kind of about the the path that he laid in his graceful exit. And he had the ultimate, ultimate graceful exit. He just like ascended into like, ah, into heaven. It was very graceful, but his response right here kind of sunned the apostles just a little bit. He, he did. And we're gonna get to one of these C's in a second, but he, he, when we exit things, we want to really exit up, exit on a high note, exit on a way where people look at us and are like, wow, what they did was really great. What they did, they took the high road. They didn't leave this, you know, this experience um, in flames or leave the other people with a bad taste in their mouth when they're leaving. So I want to actually give a shout out in this episode to Dr. Shirley Davis and the Keith Battle Podcast because I was listening to the KB podcast. Shout out to my pastor. Did um, you listen to our podcast? Probably not, but <laughs> actually, okay. actually, he may listen. You never uh, know. <laughs> okay. Shout out so. to my pastor, key battle, even mm-hmm. way Asha here. So Asha's representing the battle household. So um, okay. they were talking about business principles. Then he, I don't know. They were talking about business principles. And um, one of the principles they were talking about was exiting, gra- exiting gracefully, which really got me thinking about when we're changing. Um, what are some things that we can do? So I have five tips. I'm going to give you all the tips up front. And then we're going to go through and talk about them. The five tips are be clear. That's the first C. Um, craft your exit strategy. Um, so that's second C. Third C is 
communication. Have clear communication with those who your exit will affect. Number four, get good counsel about your exit. And number five, remember that when you leave, you create space for someone else. So these are not in a particular order at all, but we're just going to go through them. Okay. Okay. So sound good. (laughs) So first tip, let's look at clarity so what we really need to do when we're ready to exit a situation is we need to be clear with ourselves about why we're leaving Mm -hmm. we need to identify what the pain point is what are the things that um, need to be changed in the situation because we just may have that same problem in the next space if we're not clear about why we are leaving like sometimes it's not them as you so mm-hmm. when you're leaving somewhere or when God is telling you to leave something, you really need to do a self-evaluation of what the problem is because it's nothing worse than taking old baggage into a new situation mm. and not learning the lesson. So Ooh. if you aren't, um, one of the things that Clarity does is it can tell you whether um, you need to improve the situation, whether it's you, whether what you need to do um, before you wrap up in this old um, place. And then will leaving take you to the next level? Like if you go and leave somewhere just because you're mad, but you're leaving and you're taking a step down or maybe you're leaving and it's not you're not leaving to something that you're not necessarily ready for. You have to look at like, where are you going to land? Like what is leaving going to put you in an upward trajectory or a downward trajectory? Maybe the upward trajectory is your mental health is better. Like mm-hmm. if I leave this yeah. relationship, my mental health will improve Mm -hmm. because I'm not stressed out about this situation. So it doesn't have to be like I'm leaving a job. It can be leaving absolutely anything. So really be clear with yourself about why you're leaving. So Jesus was very clear about why he was leaving. He had to leave. Um, He could not stay on this earth one because he came in human form and um, humans don't live forever. So there was going to be a time and a place when he was going to leave and he was leaving because he had to show that he was truly the son of God and he had to die on the cross. He had to rise again um, and then and then eventually ascend into heaven 40 days after he rose again. So this also reminds me of something because mm-hmm. uh, like Jesus left because he knew the situation was temporary. Right. So he didn't permanently stay in a place that he was only supposed to transition through. So I think that's something we have to ask ourselves. Mm -hmm. Is this place? Is this friendship? Is this relationship? Is this job? Is it something I'm supposed to be at for a season? Right. Or is it something I'm supposed to be be at or be with for life? And that helps you to have that clarity. Right. Exactly. And and it's like so this particular point is being clear with yourself. Um, There is another point that we're going to get to in a second about communicating to others. But you got to be clear with yourself before you're able to really um, move to any of the other C's. So the second C, craft. You got to craft your exit strategy. You can't just up and roll out. Like you can't just be like, forget it. I'm quitting today because I'm tired of this place. Like, no, you really need to craft how you're going to leave. Jesus was very specific and intentional about the process that he was going to do when he left. My man was strategic. He, oh my gosh, like, you know, he knew he had to die. He knew he had to rise again. He knew he had to ascend. Like, Jesus was very, 
very clear. And a lot of times we don't have that clarity because we're so quick to leave. Mm-hmm. Um, and that's going to put stress on ourselves if we're not taking the time to craft a plan. Right. One of the things that um, Dr. Davis said on the Keep Battle podcast was she when she was leaving a job, she gave them a six month notice. Six months, which is a lot of time but it is a lot of time but she was so high level in the company oh that well, she yeah. wanted to give them yeah, enough time to kind of transition her out which you see a lot of like heads of organizations do that like they'll yeah, say no, that makes sense <clears throat> yeah i'm leaving but but she was very intentional about where her plan is because she also did not want to leave a bad taste in her current employer's mouth right yeah um there are certain professions where two weeks notice is not enough like the legal profession no, you I, don't give two weeks notice you give like a month's notice yeah because you got cases you got clients you got things to wrap up exactly is gonna do what for who nobody <laughs> nobody and if you're not intentional about that you may be fraying relationships and leaving a situation in shambles unnecessarily right, right. because you didn't properly plan out what your exit strategy is Okay, the next C, communication. Have clear communication with those who your exit is going to affect. Like, let's go to John 16, 19 through 22 and reading out of the New Living Translation again. And in that verse, Jesus said, Jesus realized, um, this is when, okay, so let me give you a little bit of context. Jesus was talking to some people and he was talking, um, he was talking to. Who was he talking to, girl? Who was he talking to? Oh, I'm in John 19. Somebody. Sorry. John 6. I was about to say, <laughs> like, uh... what chapter am I in? Okay, so I picked I up a Bible, y'all, and it's not my Bible, so I don't know. So um, Jesus was talking to. Um, people to the disciples specifically about what his plan was so john 16 19 to 20 jesus realized they wanted to ask him about it so he said are you asking yourself what i meant i said in a little while you won't see me but in a little while after that you will see me again i tell you the truth you will weep and mourn over what is going to happen to me but the world will rejoice you will grieve but your grief will suddenly turn into wonderful joy it will be like a woman suffering the pains of labor Mm. when her child is born her her anguish gives way to joy because she has brought a new baby into the world. Hallelujah. So so you have sorrow now, but I will see you again. Then you will rejoice and no one can rob you of that joy. Jesus Nobody. was clear with the people who his exit was going to eff- affect. Mm-hmm. His communication skills with them were top notch because we cannot damage other people in our exit. Mm-hmm. And sometimes when we don't talk to other people about why we're leaving and we just leave abruptly because we're like, well, I have clarity in myself and I know what my I crafted my exit strategy already, but I don't need to tell these people because you're not important. Like that's kind of telling them that they're not, you know, you're not worth matter. me. Right. Yeah. If you care, you'll communicate. If you care, you will absolutely you will communicate. You can't you shouldn't ghost people. Even in dating relationships, if you're dating somebody and you just fall off the clear blue sky, like, I mean, that can kind of be rude. So dating, friendship, employeeship, all the ships, all the ships. You need to just communicate. Don't. Honestly, it's a grown thing to do. Absolutely. Absolutely. I, I think usually people are afraid of having those conversations. Yeah. And sometimes you need to hear it out loud for yourself. Like, I need to say it to you so that I'm reminding myself as to why I'm leaving and that there is no... Um, gray area, no blurred lines. We both know what's going on. Don't leave anybody wondering why you're leaving. Yeah. Next one, which actually should have been one of the first ones, but get good counsel about your exit. 
that goes right back to did you ask God or did you come up with that sh- yourself? Mm-hmm. Like longest G- uh, episode title in the history of the Mary Martha <laughs> podcast, but a very very but- good, <laughs> very very good episode. Very <laughs> effective. You know exactly what we're talking about. It's, yes. it's very clear. Yes. Um, you need to really sit down and ask God. So Jesus, when he was in the Garden of Gethsemane, he was talking to God about what he was going through and letting God know, you know, Lord. If this, whatever your will is, let your will be done. He basically said, I'm not really feeling going through this. I'm, I'm scared. I'm anxious. His um, sweat was dripping like blood. Um, but he said, you know what, God, if this is your will, let it be done. And a lot of times we don't seek good counsel from God about what our next move should be. We react off of our gut. We react off of I'm tired of this place or I'm tired of this person. I'm ready to go. So you need to really look at are you getting good counsel about your about your exit from God? And have you talked to somebody that you trust Mm -hmm. and who wants to see the best out of you about what your situation entails and what your next move is? So if sometimes when we're too much in our own heads, Mm -hmm. other people who we trust can see our blind spots. Yeah. So they may tell us, like, maybe you don't want to leave this friendship in this way. Maybe you just need to cool down. Um, Maybe you need to talk to the other person. They'll give us some good insight about what um, it is that we're doing currently and where we need to move to. So remember to get good counsel about your exit. And last but not least, remember that when you leave, you create space for someone else. And if you don't leave, you're holding someone else's spot. It's not about you and it's about how to make others' lives better. Mm-hmm. I think we talked about this a little bit in Do Your Part, in the Do Your Part episode. Yeah. Mm-hmm. About how sometimes when you are not willing to move on, you're taking somebody else's spot. Mm-hmm. You're taking somebody else's opportunity to really learn and really figure out what their purpose is. And in this, in Jesus' situation, Jesus needed to leave in order for the Holy Spirit to come in. If we look at John's, going back to John 16, 7, um, Jesus is talking about the Holy Spirit coming. And he says, but in fact, um, it is best for you that I go away because if I don't, the advocate won't come. If I do go away, then I will send him to you. We got to remember that sometimes we can't occupy somebody else's or we none of the times we can occupy somebody else's space so remember that when you're leaving um it's not like when you leave this place will be a terrible place or when Mm -hmm. you're leaving this relationship this person's going to fall apart you may be creating space for who their actual spouse is legit oh my god this reminds me of my ex because my mother could not understand why i did not want to be with him but i was like i promise you i God had told me that this is not going to be my husband. Mm -hmm. And so um, even it was very difficult for him because it wasn't anything I could point to. I wasn't like, there's something wrong with you. Right. And we were in like our early 20s. So it's hard to be like, God told me I shouldn't marry you. Sorry. (laughs) But because of that, now I'm in a marriage, I believe, is the marriage that I am set to be in. And my ex is with a partner who um, they're just they're very deeply in love. And I just think that his situation and my situation are where they're supposed to be because I was willing to take a leap of faith towards what I didn't understand because that's what I heard God telling me to do. Mm, Yep. So yeah, when you do that, you create space. The people who are supposed to fill the space will be there. So move out of the way. if That's not where you're destined to be anymore. Right. Right. And and move out the way in a very graceful manner. So I won't say what Ludacris says. I would just say when I move, you move move. just like that. Oh, (laughs) the other one. (laughs) 
<laughs> yeah, okay. Move, get girl. out the way. <laughs> like that. Get out the way, girl. Get out the way. <laughs> so, <laughs> just to wrap up, remember you have there are five tips to exit gracefully. First, be clear about why you're leaving. Second, craft your exit strategy. Um, third, have clear communication with those who your exit will affect. Five, get good counsel about your exit. I'm sorry, I'm out of order. Four, get good counsel about your exit. And oh, five, um, remember when you leave, you create space for someone else. That's right. That's right. <sighs> got to right. change. And we sometimes change. you just have to get gone. You so to get. get gone the right way. Get gone. All right. So let's go right into our power prayer for the week. Heavenly Father, thank you, God, for bringing us together in this time of vulnerability because it's hard to change mm-hmm. and it's hard to figure out the exact way and road that you've set before us. But the fortunate thing is that in your word, you have given us a clear design of how to exit gracefully. So, God, we ask that you would give us the courage. I'm going to add another C. God, I ask Mm -hmm. you would give us the courage to move when you call us to move, Mm -hmm. to leave when you call us to leave, to be bold when you call us to be bold. And to get to, get to step in when mm. you call us to get to walk in. So, God, we thank you for the lesson that we've walked through today. We thank you for how it's going to change us. We thank you how it's going to call us to care more deeply for others and for the situations that we move from. And we thank you, God, that you've called us to be Christ-like even in our exit strategy. Thank you, God, for all that you've done for us. Keep us safe throughout the week. Until we meet again next week right here on the Mirror Moth Podcast. <laughs> Amen. 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 We do a lot of alliteration this month, clearly. Uh, well, yeah. Yeah, I guess so. <laughs> I guess All right, guys. So. See y'all next week. Bye.